Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. It's summer. We got some summery topics to discuss. We really do. We're going to keep it light and fun. Kind of like Mandy Moore's new house. It's really fantastic. It's done, people. It's The renovation's finally complete. And you can look at pictures on Architectural Digest. What's your favorite feature of Mandy Moore's new home? Wow. That's, you know... I really like the actual house itself. I have been invested in the entire process just because it's like, oh, I would love to buy that house. And I think my favorite feature is that they did a pretty nice job of being. It looks like the house she bought. They didn't go in completely insane. They didn't make mansion it up. Yeah, it's still a Pasadena mid-century modern home. One thing that I really like about it is Mid-century modern is usually so much like wood paneling and kind of dark. Mm -hmm. She went white and, of Mm -hmm. course, metal, as she says in her Instagram video. And I think that makes a huge, huge difference to the feeling of the house. It also has, like, light brick instead of dark brick. And um, the white just, like, is a real game changer. It's really bright. It's really sunny. It's The house is filled with light itself, and then they make the most of that. Um, And then don't do anything stupid like covering, you know, black boudoir, whatever. They are working with the materials of the house, which I appreciate. The pool's great. The pool is really lovely. She has a really cool bed that I'm really into. Oh, yeah. She, the, the the headboard is, like, built into the wall, and it's, like, a green upholstery that wraps mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks really cool. I'm just, like, very into that. I never would have thought of it. I guess that's why I'm not an interior decorator. How do you feel about the reading nook? Well, it's not really a nook as much as a hallway, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she might not read that much because if you really cared a lot about your (laughs) reading, you would have a better room for it. So she does introduce it in the video that accompanies the architectural digest spread. Yes. Uh, She says that when they were looking at the house, she was like, we thought, oh, this would be a great place to read. And that was when I knew that Mandy Moore doesn't spend a ton of time reading, which no judgment. People like to spend their time in different ways. She talks about how she's really into music. Yeah. So that was a a great moment where it's like, yeah, Mandy Moore, you started as a pop star. Yeah. Did she, she, is she changing that narrative? Is she just like totally want to distance herself from being a singer? I think so. I mean, she was definitely a teenager. I was thinking about her career as a singer as a result of her like disavowing it. Mm -hmm. And then I was listening to the soundtrack from the film, A Walk to Remember. Sure. And has a great cover of Dancing in the Moonlight on that soundtrack. And then she also like is like in a musical that she sings songs that are like then make it onto the soundtrack. You would never, you would I never listen. I actually would never listen to the soundtrack. I had completely blocked out the musical plot line in that film. It's not for me. But this house, this house is for me. It's really nice. Also in the video where she's giving the tour, she wears like a white and light blue floral print dress. Yes. And it's like, that's what Meghan Markle should have worn. Right. It's well-tailored. Right. We'll come back to that. She's also crucially barefoot in the tour, which I really appreciated. I, too, am barefoot at home. I think she might have my favorite celebrity style. Mandy Moore? Not not like, as like, a, wow, you can do anything because you're a celebrity. But if I was just like a rich person, I would want my home and my wardrobe to look like Mandy Moore's. A lot of, it's like very reformation, a lot of flowy dresses. Yeah. Bright spaces. And it just seems like, Relaxed. I think that you are more interesting than Reformation. I just want to say that about that, and that's a compliment from me to you. Thank you. I have a question. This yes. is, is Reformation famous? I think that it's like Instagram famous. Okay. So yes. 
Because I didn't know about it until I went to a wedding like two years ago where like so many people were wearing dresses from Reformation. I didn't get the memo. Right. Well, And and then the Haim girls, Haim started girls, started wearing Reformation. Yes. And then I like checked it out and it's like for people with much smaller breasts than I. So I can never. And also people who are 24. If you're 25 and you're wearing Reformation, Return call it. me and let's have a talk because <laughs> it's time to graduate to more age-appropriate clothing. It's kind of like the California much cheaper version of like Diane von Furstenberg. It's like a lot of like wrap dresses and really light fabrics. I like the idea, sort of. The execution can be a little flimsy or cookie cutter and also it's so many people are wearing it. It's really. I know it's, it's, it's now too much. Here's my question about this house, which I love. I just really think they did a fantastic job. Do you think it's too trendy? Is it too of the moment Instagram? What will we think of this house in five years? That's a great, great question. I think where things get a little off the rails in terms of trend is in the various um, sitting, sitting spaces, like the chairs and such. Yes. Those are certainly not classic. They look really comfortable, but they seem like they won't age well. And also, I guess, what's your take on like a very angular bathroom vanity? Because she has like a, like a geometric sinks. They're not like a round basin. They're like a square. Right. But then she has a very round tub. So she kind of like inverted that basically. I do love a round tub. I was wondering... A friend of mine from college was in town this week, and for reasons, it's a long story, but somehow I was just following her around the store Waterworks. Are you familiar with Waterworks? No. It's basically designed within reach, but for kitchens and bathrooms. Oh, I think I've seen it. Where is it? Uh, So this one's on Melrose Place. Oh, like the Melrose Place. Yeah, the actual Melrose Place. It's across from the, the Rachel Comey. And anyway, they had this freestanding tub just in the middle of Mm. the... And while my friend was like inquiring about some towel bar or something, I don't really know. It was pretty boring. I just was standing there and being like, would it be rude if I got in the freestanding tub here in the store just to try it on for size? I didn't. Everyone, just so you know, I know how to be an adult in public settings. Great to hear. It looked really nice. And so I'm pro that vibe. Okay. That's the answer to your question. Okay. I, I, I think that's a good question. I also am just wondering when we're going to get tired of mid-century modern. It's not It's not my favorite style. Right. I like the country house cottage feel. It's tough for you living in Los Angeles. I'm not against it. but We like, have it's a just, lot of Yeah, I'm not against modern. it. It's just not my, not my dream home. I, it's hard to live in long-term unless you have a lot of space, yeah. unless it's a larger mid-century home and you have a lot of space and a lot of money to really make it all livable. Otherwise, it's just a lot of glass and open rooms and and you don't really have any privacy. For example, I sort of live in, would you call the home that I live in, that I rent, that I don't own at all, to be clear, vaguely? Yeah. I mean, it was built in the 60s. Yeah. And it is somewhat men's century modern, but what it means is that it's like one giant room and you can hear what everyone else in the house is doing at all times. Open floor plans. Let's get them out of style. So... They're, I think they're really beautiful. I like all the light. It's Me probably too. not the most livable. I'm an arts and crafts gal. That's the kind of house I like. Not as much light there. I know. Eh, you could build some spaces that are that are bright. Yeah. All right. Mandy Moore's house. Check it out. We're going to put the link in the show notes. It's really nice. I'm, I'm just happy it's done. It's just been, we've been waiting on this for so long. It's great. It's great stuff. Biggest news of the week. Our friend Allison Davis wrote an article for The Cut entitled, You Know He Got That Big Dick Energy. 
Yes. That's the headline. Yes. And it's about Pete Davidson. Yes. In response to Ariana Grande tweeting that, pretending to be confused by a question. She has a song called Pete. And someone asked, how long is Pete? Right. And she was like, oh, I don't know. LOL, 10 inches. Oh, you mean the song, like three minutes. Right. So So there's a comment comment on her fiance's penis size. I guess she's pretending to be confused. Yes. Yes, that's what she just wanted to brag about how big his penis was. So before we move on to the concept of big dick energy, let's just go ahead and say right here, right now, once and for all, 10 inches is just not biologically possible for Ariana Grande. We all know this. No way. It's okay. It's great that they're having great sex. As always, we support good, safe, consensual sex on jam session. Of course. But let's let's just be reasonable about biology. Yeah. Okay. Great. Moving on. We've established this important baseline. (laughs) Next, let's talk about who has big dick energy. So after this went on and everyone was kind of wrangling with the measurements in their head, uh, on Twitter, a concept started circulating, and it was the idea of big dick energy. And I'll read the tweet that kind of has been going around and starting it. Pete Davidson is 6'3 with dark circles, exudes big dick energy, looks evil but apparently is an angel, and loves his girl publicly. The only thing wrong with him is that he's a Scorpio, but anyway, I'd married him within a month, too. So exudes big dick energy has started, it very, very quickly caught on on Twitter. Very quickly. And then the, the concept of big dick energy, BDE as it's known, just really, really escalated. And I understand why. Like, I was very, very taken with it for about an hour. And you could argue that, like, Twitter ruined it pretty quickly like they do everything else. But I like the concept. We're taking it back for a moment. Sure. So let's talk about what big dick energy means to you. Okay. Or to me. Okay. Or to anyone. To both of us. Yeah. So, and Allison Davis wrote this for The Cut, and she explains it pretty well. It is, it's an attitude and not a literal measurement. Yes. They probably do coincide, but not always. Which she points out. Yeah. I do think that Pete Davidson is a pretty good example. And I'm sure that he also has some, we know that he has some corresponding measurements, whether or not they're exact. (laughs) So it can be related to the physical world, but it's not limited to the physical world. It's about confidence. It's about knowing what you've got and feeling good about it. And putting that out back in the world. And it's kind of like it's a self-contained power that's great. Yeah. It's a great concept. Also, it is a good, like, organizing principle of men. Sure. I think it can go beyond men as well. Sure. There are many people. I mean, we're talking about energy. It's not it's just about true. having the big dick. It's true. It's great. It's honestly, in many ways, a more useful concept than attractiveness both because it's not as judgmental. It also, it comes from within. Yeah. It's about, it's about confidence. So Allison. In the Davis, words of, of Summer from the OC. Yeah, I actually, so was going to pop confidence, quiz you. Confidence, Cohen. Right. I was going to pop quiz you on whether people have BDE. Sure. We can come back to Adam Brody. Well, literally my first thing on the list that I made for you was Seth Cohen. So would you like to answer it now? I think no. I don't think so either. Yeah. Sandy Cohen. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> what a helpful example. See, they're in, the same t- in a family. A fictional presumably family. Presumably shared genetics, but one has it, one doesn't. It's what's on the inside, you know? Sure. It's what you're putting out in the world. 100%. All right. I want to go through. Allison gave some great examples 
that I some that I wanted to highlight and some actually that I wanted to contest. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So her she did the Hollywood Chris's, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Emsworth, Chris Evans. I think these are exactly right. Chris Pratt's a no. Chris Pine's a fragile yes. Yeah. Hemsworth is a no. For, and, for the energy, not for the dick. Probably that's right. I just, but he has like my image of Chris yeah. Hemsworth, it includes a large penis. Well, I f- it's it's very true. And I think that's probably, <laughs> you know, without making it about size, that's also probably literally true. But I think Hemsworth <laughs> is like a good counterexample of like there's the energy of like outside attractiveness of basic dumb handsomeness, sure. which he's got. And that that is its own energy. And Hemsworth definitely has that energy. And then there's big dick energy, which is a little less apparent in, in Western standards anyway, because, you know, it's hidden. And, but <laughs> it's from the inside. Yeah. So Hemsworth is not, he, Hemsworth has his other energy, but it's not big dick energy. Chris Evans Absolutely. Yes. As Allison says, absolutely. It's really, yeah. It explains so much. It explains why he's just like filming his his dog all the time on Twitter and like doesn't care. I think the GQ story from several years ago yeah. about how the how he had like the fling with the reporter basically yeah. is just all you need to know. Mm-hmm. That 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 and everything with yeah. Jenny Slate, particularly when he was like kind of her plus one on the red carpet last summer while yeah. wearing like the white polo shirt. Incredible. Stuff. That was. That confirmed it to me. Okay. Here are a couple more that Allison isolated that I wanted to run by you. Okay. Justin Bieber. I think no. She votes yes. I think, I I don't know. I just think he is like, he is one of a kind. And I don't necessarily mean that. That's like value neutral. He just is like a one of one. I think he's maybe big dick energy applied to negative powers. This is, it's like when BDE goes wrong, when you use it for evil and not for good <laughs> is kind of what I think D- Justin B- Timberlake is. So then it would be DBDE, dark yeah, pink dick energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Justin Bobby. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Allison agrees with you. I think you would pull that one out. Okay. Ryan Gosling. Yes. Allison is saying no. Oh, come on. I agree with you. I just like he's sitting there. He doesn't speak and have He permanently movies. has a smirk on his face. Yeah, of course. He does weird. He is in a weird band. He's far too weird and confident to not have big ticket. Yeah, energy. I agree on that one. Okay. Uh, Sean Mendez. No. That Allison agrees. Do you agree? Um, Aside from the fact that he gives you butterflies, or do you agree? <laughs> it's fine. He's 20. It, no, he's not 20 yet. That's he's 19. Yeah, no big deal. This is really, really. He's a teen. It's fine. It's um, legal. That's not. No, he doesn't. He no. doesn't. Def, def yeah. not. Def not. Um, Harry Styles. Yes. Yes. I think that's yes like, as well. That's really. I think the thing is, is that I am really susceptible to big dick energy. Like it's kind of, it, it speaks to me. So. I, anyone, as we know, I kind of get speechless about Harry Styles. Okay. (laughs) Couple more. Oh, this is a good one. Ben from Felicity. Yes. Allison agrees. Noel from Felicity. Definitely not. Actually, okay. Allison is maintaining that, yes, he does have big dick energy. No. Scott Foley, yes. I've seen Scott Foley in the flesh. He rides his scooter with a lot of big dick energy. I have also seen the scooter. I think riding a scooter. (laughs) Confirms no. I don't know. I like, in a way, like, 
it doesn't have the effect on me that Big Dick Energy usually has, but at the same time, he's like riding a scooter and doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about everyone who rides the birds on the west side of Los Angeles in Santa Monica and Los Angeles? The uh, hard the no. May I share a story, a personal anecdote yes, about the bird do. scooters? So I agree, it's a no. Okay. Anyone who steps foot it's on those. Hard no. Uh, there is a store called Bird, a clothing store. And it, there are several in Brooklyn, and they just opened one up in Culver City in Los Angeles. And I was there last weekend, and I was purchasing something and having a very nice conversation. And then a very confused-looking dude who had a pack of cigarettes in his socks, which is just really the only way that I can summarize him, just walked in and was like, are there scooters here? Because it was also called Bird as the scooter. And no. That's hilarious. It was not. Also, like, he couldn't use any context clues to realize that there were no scooters in this weird clothing store. Anyway, no. If you use a scooter, it has to be your own scooter. You, <laughs> you have, have to, to be able it. to, in like, a personal. That's a, that's a yes for Justin Bieber then. Because I just assume he owns a scooter. Right. Again, we haven't talked about, like, the negative effects you're right. Of big dick energy. You're right. It leads to a lot of men, I think, having this, this power over, over the people they're trying to sleep with. It's very true. Hold on. Okay, so I want, those are the highlights. Allison Davis has a lot more. You should read her article on the cut. I made a few more Juliet-specific mm. a list that I would like to quiz you on. Okay, we did Seth Cohen and Sandy Cohen. Pink, the singer. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think so? I do, actually. How old are you going to get an acrobat? Like, on yeah. the, the trapeze. Katy Perry. Um, yes. I go no. Why? Maybe she used to have it and she lost it. Can you yes. lose it? Teen- Is- teenage dream Katy Perry, yes. Prism Katy Perry, no. Yeah. But though, can you lose big dick energy or is it something essential to you? Well, since it's a, it is not tied to actual dick size, right. I think you can lose it. It's an energy. It's like okay. losing your mojo. Okay. I accept that. I it's just about wanted to pin down the terms here. A shift in how you approach the world. Okay. Drake. Oh, of course. He does have it. Yeah. I, I'm going no. Really? Yeah. Wow. You are hiding a child. Right. Well, I mean, yikes. I see, I see the case for now. I do see it. He's a bit of a tryhard. I think he's used his insecurity to create great art and it propels him. He's obviously very confident in other ways. I think he's always working on that confidence, if you will. Sure. It doesn't always come from within. Sure. It's not a natural fountain sure. yeah. of, of big dick energy. Yeah. It's, it has to be manufactured. Lady Gaga. No. I would agree. Adele. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. She's just like, I'm doing me. You're coming along for the ride or you're not. Great. I agree. Prince Harry? Yes. Prince William? No. Prince Charles? Yes. Really? Yeah. I think at that point we might be confusing big dick energy with just random regular <laughs> royal entitlement. That's a good point. What yeah. do you think about those three? I actually think William, yes. I think William and Harry, yes. Charles, no. I'm revising. It's true. Meghan Markle? Yes. Yeah, I would agree as well. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who's got the cojones to steal the BBC interview the way that she did. Mm-hmm. She's got that BDE. Yeah. Um, Meghan Markle's a good, a good note to kind of bring this full circle. Okay. Because she harnesses hers very differently than someone like Pink or even Adele. All three of them quite different, but they all have it. It's true. It's about a certain kind of swagger and confidence, which Allison also gets at. Yes. And just sort of like, I will conquer this type of attitude. 
This is a really useful concept. Thank you to, this is possibly the only good thing that Twitter has given us in 2018. So perhaps longer. Possibly. Anyway, great stuff. (laughs) Yes, great stuff indeed. Congratulations to everyone with BDE. That is great. Yeah. Next topic here on our, our welcoming of summer jam session. Yes. Celebrity yacht season is in full fucking swing. Unfortunately, it, we're not celebrities, so we're not on a yacht. But man, I wish I was. It's really, really devastating. I was telling Juliet, I was having a conversation the other day, and this is by no means based in reality, and I want everyone to know that I know that as I'm saying this, but I was like, it just seems like everyone is in Europe but me. What did I do wrong? And that's because I've been reading the Daily Mail too damn much, and all the celebrities are on the yachts, and I'm not. I know. Not everyone is in Europe, just really rich and famous people. Usually I I look to Ronaldo to kick this off. You can just like assume that in like the month of July, he'll be on a yacht off the coast of Ibiza. But yes. he's in the World Cup. And yet, maybe because the Euro soccer players are not on vacation, mm-hmm. they have freed up many yachts for other people. And so we've got like Gwyneth Paltrow on a yacht with Valentino. Yes. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union went straight from the playoffs just to this yacht in, a, in Spain as well. Mm-hmm. And now he's back and he's doing another trip. Like Gab, you and Dwayne Wade, like these like live on a yacht. It's like Good for s- them. Amazing. Chloe Green and Jeremy Meeks, hot felon. You my, love hot felon. One of my favorite topics. They're also major yacht people. Um, Kyle Richards on the yacht right now with her family. Idris Elba, I just found. I just Googled Daily Mail yacht, and there are just so many recent news stories of people on yachts. Kaya, our producer, was asking whether they have a dedicated yacht editor, and I hope so. They probably do. Yeah, probably at least in the summer months. Yeah, that's how someone's spending their summer. I bet they pay extra for those photos, too, because I bet it costs extra for the paps to get them. Because they have to rent a jet ski? Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, more equipment involved. So let me ask you something. Sure. Is it an aspiration of yours to travel around to spend the summer on a yacht? If you had all of the resources in the world and you put all of the necessary resources to solving all the major world problems and now you just get to spend money on your vacation. Are you going yacht? I'm not going yacht. I I uh, my friend Catherine and I are going to Europe in yes. September and we are going to go to London and Amsterdam and I was like Catherine if I'm going to be in Europe and it's still warm mm-hmm. I need to go to one of the world's best beaches. So yes. we changed our mind. We're ditching Amsterdam. We're we're going to Greece. Corfu's in the conversation oh right my now. Gosh. And that's what I would do. I would island hop. I would go like the islands off of Croatia. Mm-hmm. I would go. I would go to Greece. Mm-hmm. I would go to Sardinia and in Sicily. But I but I would travel around on like a private plane or a helicopter, not on a yacht. I one hundred percent agree. And no. I would hit multiple seas: yeah. Aegean, Mediterranean, yeah. Atlantic, Pacific, or not Pacific, Atlantic, <laughs> Black Sea, Baltic Sea. Let's do it. I completely agree. And I think probably at some point they say that the appeal of the yacht is that. You can travel around. If you're really, really famous, you don't have to interact with people that much because you're on your own vessel going from place to place. And so, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z can't just, like, go to a beach in the south of France. Right. I mean, they could probably because they could buy it and kick everyone off it. But that, like, is a lot of trouble. And on vacation, you're trying to relax. So it's easier just to be on a yacht and you can kind of control your surroundings. So I get it. It doesn't seem like the most luxurious option to me. I get, Yeah, that's true. However, I have heard that, like, if you're really rich and you're doing it right, like yeah. it's amazing. There's just someone there to wait on you hand and foot. The ship's so big. I get motion sickness, so like right. that's a deal that's tough for me. Right. But apparently, like it's so big, you don't feel it rocking. I don't it just still doesn't appeal to me. Like I I really want to go to the Maldives in mm-hmm. Mauritius 
But I'm like, I don't want to go on a yacht. I just want to stay in one of the world's nicest hotels. I do too. I love a hotel. Me too. Love room service. Also, the idea of being like in an enclosed vessel for an extended period of time with a lot of people, not appealing to me. I it, That's very true. The idea you're stuck on, on the boat with everyone. That's tough. Maybe that's why it doesn't appeal to me. I do also like walking around in a random city or whatever. And I guess you can do that on your way to and from dinner, but it seems a little, it seems a little transient on a yacht. Yeah. I don't know. I guess there just must be something about it we don't understand, though, because all of these celebrities can't be wrong. I'm sure they're really, really nice. Really nice. Did I tell you on my honeymoon that I swam at the same beach where Beyonce had parked her yacht less than 30 days prior? It was uh, basically like I was sharing the water with Beyonce. I did know that. And you also went to a vineyard that, that Rihanna had been to. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you, you got all of the heavyweights it's basically in. Basically, I had my own yachting summer. That's right. It does seem so nice. Like, just not like... Not the actual, like, moving around in the mm-hmm. ocean, but, like, just, like, I love swimming so much. Me so too. do you. Yes. Like, just, just, like, having, like, a gigantic raft, basically. It's true, and it's so calm. Yeah. but It's, it's so much better for swimming. But it's better, like, as, like, a day activity. I don't want to, like, be in there for, for a month at a time. I agree. It's just still so popular, though. Though I do want to clarify, if anyone has a yacht invite that me. they would like to invite me on, I'm Invite us. Available. Jam session special. Yeah. Jam session from the yacht next summer. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. Okay. Um... One more topic that we didn't discuss beforehand. Oh, this is exciting. Let's talk about the TV show Younger. Yes! So in December, I was in a bad mood and at my parents' house and um, <laughs> decided to spend an entire week watching the television show Younger. Mm-hmm. Watch 48 20-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. 16, it's not so bad. 16 hours. Yeah. Um, knocked it out. Caught mm-hmm. up. Yes. Season 5 just came back. And you are. what are you up to? And when did you start watching? So you have been on me since you've watched it, that it's a delightful show, as have several other people. And I guess maybe last week, I think- You finally did it. Yeah, I was like, there's not really any TV on that I like. And the Hulu app was right there. there. The next thing I know, I have watched two full seasons in a weekend. Nice. I was actually, this is, I downloaded the app on my phone, which is like, I mean, not some huge technological achievement, except I don't really do that. And I was honestly like- in bed with headphones <laughs> up at midnight, like watching episodes of Younger because I was just like, just one more, just one more. It's only 20 minutes. It's fine. It's delightful. I really, really enjoy it. Also, the 20 minutes thing, all shows should be 20 minutes. I completely agree. Yeah. You get a lot out of it. And just it's true. Like, it makes it be tight and it makes it like pack a punch very mm-hmm. quickly. You, I feel like I know these characters really well, mm-hmm. even though they're, you know, we've only had 16 hours on this entire show, like through four seasons, which is like Mad Men had two seasons with 16 hours. That's true. And that I, I, I don't even think their character development was that much better. No, it's great. They're making really great choices. Sutton Foster's just such a delight. Yeah. And it's, It's about the publishing industry. It happens at a book company, and they really like books. It's nice. I just watched (laughs) the Marie Kondo episode. Oh, that was a good one. It was a really good one. And also, she does this exercise with everyone at the table where you have to write down the things that are important to you in various quadrants Mm -hmm. of a piece of paper. And then the fourth quadrant is the thing that you have to get rid of because it's ruining your life. And I was like, that's really profound. I wish I had done this exercise. So uh, Younger is really... It's it's hitting all cylinders. It's fantastic stuff. Thank you to you, Julia. You're so welcome for telling me about it. I also think they incorporate like advancing technology in smart ways. Like it doesn't try to be seamless with like, oh, we're texting now. 
It, yeah. it makes a joke out of social media. Part of it is because the main, the thrust of the show is that Sutton Foster's character is 40, pretending mm-hmm. to be 26. Yeah. So there's like a reason for her to be confused by Instagram or by texting or whatever. And it works really well. Very smart stuff. It's just a recommendation from us to you in, in the as this summer season sets in. I'm only in season three, so please do not spoil things yeah, for no me. spoilers. I don't know who knows what in season five. I'll get there really, really soon. Definitely by the 4th of July. Yes. So I'll keep you guys updated. That's it for the session of Jam Session. We're keeping it light, people. We suggest you do too. We'll be back in two weeks with hopefully many Celebrity July 4th to discuss. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>